Welcome to another edition of Time Out Sports, the podcast. This is your host, C-Ruff, and we're back at it again. Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into it. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA playoffs today. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA awards. And we'll also discuss the NFL season tip-off, week one schedule, and some of the awards. So we're going to start off with some NBA awards. Giannis Antetokounmpo was named the Defensive Player of the Year. Brandon Ingram was named Most Improved Player. Montrez Harrell was named the Sixth Man of the Year. Then we have some 2019-2020 NBA All-Defensive Teams. For the first team, you had Ben Simmons, you had Marcus Smart, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Gobert. For the second team all-defense, you had Eric Bledsoe, Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Bam Adebayo, and Brooke Lopez. That's the NBA Awards. Let's transition now and talk about a little bit of NBA playoffs. On last night, Tuesday, September the 8th, the Miami Heat defeated the Bucks in Game 5, and they wrapped up the series. They will now be heading to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, that series, I thought Miami you know, jumped out to a 3-0 lead. While Giannis Antetokounmpo was playing, um, then he got injured, and the Bucks were able to grit out a tough win without him in Game Four. I didn't expect that to happen. The Miami Heat, in my opinion, went to sleep in Game Four and just thought it would be easy since he was hurt. Uh, but on last night in Game Five. They were able to respond and go ahead and close up the series. Chris Middleton had 23 points last night, but he really struggled from the floor. He was just 8 of 25 shooting. Uh, one of the things that stick out for me for the Bucks is Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe is a guy that used to be all-star caliber player in Phoenix. Uh, with the Bucks, he's simply not been a good enough player for them. Um, you know, last night he shot the ball very poorly. He didn't do a lot of facilitating. He didn't do a lot of rebounding. You know, if you're the Bucks, you just need more from Eric Bledsoe in that series, especially being that Giannis Antetokounmpo had got, you know, injured. Eric Bledsoe last night in 36 minutes was just 2 of 12 from the floor, 1 for 4 from 3, 4 for 6 from the line, and he gave you 2 rebounds and 9 assists. So the assist part, he did do well, uh, but steals and blocks, he had 2 steals, 2 blocks. But, you know, 9 points, you just you needed a lot more from him than that. Um... That's pretty much it. I mean, you really needed, 
You needed a guy like George Hill to come off the bench last night and give you 15 points or so. Uh, he did not. He really struggled, giving you just two points on one of eight shooting, uh, zero for three from the three-point line. You know, so like I said, Miami, without Giannis, were able to take care of business. The series should have been over in four games. Um, it did end in five. I thought Bam Adebayo was a little bit tentative. He didn't really act like he wanted to shoot the ball. You know, him and Jimmy ended up combining for 10 turnovers, 30 combined points and 10 turnovers. I must say that if you think that you're going to beat the Boston Celtics, who it looks like it will be in the next round, you will need Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo to be much better. Uh, a guy like Duncan Robinson, you would need to do more. You know, he played 14 minutes and he just scored two points, made zero threes. Um, so you're going to need more from those guys if you want to have a chance to beat Boston or Toronto. We'll now transition and talk about the Lakers. Last night, the Lakers were able to take a 2-1 lead in their series against the Houston Rockets. Uh, Daniel House did not play for some personal reason. Uh, I'm not sure what the deal was with that. But he didn't play, and I thought that hurt the Rockets. LeBron James, was a, LeBron James was a man on a mission in the first half. He scored 29 points. And, you know, he just was really in his groove. He played really well in the first half. Uh, with that being said, though, the Rockets had a 64-61 to 61 lead at halftime. So the Lakers were doing well on offense, but they were not playing any defense. JaVale McGee started once again. I don't agree with that decision by Frank Vogel. He had just seven minutes of playtime, though. Uh, but in the seven minutes in the first half, he had zero points, zero rebounds, zero blocks, zero steals, zero assists. And he had one turnover and one foul. So he was absolutely a no-show in his time. Danny Green and KCP are two other guys that you are going to need to give you production or you're going to have to switch up your starting lineup. It's really that simple. Uh, Danny Green was one for five, zero for three from three for two points. KCP was two for eight, two for six from three for six points. So when you get zero, two, and six for a combined eight from three starters, that's not normally going to be a recipe for a win. But on the bright side for the Rock, I mean, for the Lakers, excuse me, um, Kyle Kuzma played well, 7 of 10. He gave you 14 off the bench. Rondo was a monster, uh, 8 for 11, 3 for 5 from 3. Gave you 21 points and 9 assists off the bench. That's a great, you know, very good game for him. And Caruso gave you uh, 2 for 2 and 5 points. So, you know, he was efficient, I guess, on his low shots. Oh, uh, When you look at the Rockets... Like I said, I believe that Daniel House Jr. not being able to play did hurt them. Uh, P.J. Tucker gave you 38 minutes, and he scored only three points. You need more production from him. Robert Covington gave you 10 on seven shots. You know, I don't know why he wasn't more aggressive. Uh, Russell Westbrook was, you know, he was good. I don't, I won't say he was great, but he was definitely good last night. 30 points, six assists, eight rebounds. Um, he played much better than he did in game two. 
James Harden played well, 33 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, but Eric Gordon struggled. You know, that's the guy that you need to give you 18 to 20 in this series, and he gave you 10. He was 2 for 9, 2 for 6 from 3, like I said, for 10 points. They need more from Eric Gordon as the third guy. Uh, Jeff Green on the bright side did play well. Um, you know, he came off the bench and gave you 16 points on 7 of 11 shooting. So that's not something that you expect going forward. Now we'll transition and talk about the Celtics and the Raptors. Now, I must say, I was thoroughly disappointed in the Raptors on Monday night. Uh, as, you know, in the first quarter, you knew that that game was over. They really struggled, couldn't make shots. Uh, didn't play great defense either. Uh, on Monday night, the Celtics defeated the Raptors 111-89 to to take a 3-2 lead in their series. Tonight will be game six. The Boston Celtics have an opportunity to close this series out and uh, get prepared for the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that Fred Van Fleet, Kyle Lowry, and Pascal Siakam are going to have to be big tonight. They're going to have to give you 65 points combined. You might have to even get 70 because uh, Serge Ibaka is questionable with an ankle injury. I don't believe that he'll play. Um, but Boston, uh, they're a tough team to beat, man. They really are. They have Kimba, who's looking good now. You have Jalen Brown, who's capable of exploding and, and giving you good defense. Jason Tatum, we know how good of a player he is. Uh, Marcus Smart is a guy that's a defensive stopper. He's now giving you three-point shooting. So you're going to have to be on your A game tonight if you're the Raptors, if you think that you, you know, are going to force a game six. Not a game six, excuse me, a game seven. You're going to have to be on your A game tonight if you're the Raptors to force a game seven. Uh, I think that the Celtics will close it out. I really do. As far as the last series, we have the Clippers who are looking to take a 3-1 lead over the Nuggets tonight. That series is intriguing for me. I think that Jokic has played well, although it seems like to me he's gained some of his weight back. I do have that observation. Seems like to me that Jokic is not in the shape that he was in, you know, say 30 days ago. Um, Jamal Murray, though, he's going to have to be a lot better. In game three, he was just 5 for 17 from the floor for 14 points. You know, that's simply not good enough for them. You need Jamal Murray and Jokic to really get 25 and 30 apiece. Um... And like I said, Murray only had 14 last game. So you need him to be better tonight. You got a really good game from Michael Porter Jr. off the bench. You know, he had 18 points, 10 rebounds, and three steals. So that was a positive. But like I said, Jamal Murray will need to be better tonight. Jeremy Grant has to be able to make some of those open shots. Because what the Clippers are going to be going to do is 
They're going to help off of Murray. They're going to help off of Harris. And they're going to leave. I mean, not help off of them. They're going to focus on them. And they're going to leave Jeremy Grant open and force him to make shots. And, you know, so he's going to have to be able to make some of those shots tonight uh, in order for the Denver Nuggets to tie that series 2-2. Kawhi Leonard, last game, played well. You know, he had 23 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. Marky Morris gave you 12 points and 4 rebounds. Paul George. Paul George is back. 32 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. He's now found his stroke again. He's shooting the ball at a very high clip. And um, so you're going to have to be on your A game tonight if you're Denver. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. So we have some NBA moves that took place recently. Um, as you know, the Thunder were sent home last week. And so my question is, what happens next with Chris Paul? You know, he's not getting any younger. Um, it's my hope that he is able to play on a contender, but I'm not sure. And I'm not sure because at this point, I don't know what direction the Thunder even going in. Recently, they fired Billy Donovan. Well, I guess you wouldn't say fired, but... They decided that they would not be giving him an extension. Both parties, according to reports, decided that they would move on. And for me, that didn't make any sense. I thought that Billy Donovan did a phenomenal coaching job this season. Um, You know, the Thunder, by most, were given a very low percent chance to make the playoffs. And not only did they make it, but they took the Rockets six games. I don't think that you could take any fault in that. Um, yeah, so I don't really know what direction the Thunder are going in. So with that being said, I do believe that Chris Paul may end up being traded again. Uh, a few options, in my opinion, are the Miami Heat, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, yeah, those are the two that stick out for me. And then I think there's a, a couple other teams that might get into play, you know, but... Chris Paul, oh, the Lakers, the Lakers. I would like to see him get a chance to win a ring. The Lakers are another team that could be an option. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. We'll now get ready to transition to a little bit of NFL. The NFL has given out a lot of money over the last week. Jalen Ramsey earlier today received a five-year, $105 million Dollar extension from the Rams, $71 million guaranteed. You had Kareem Hunt receive a two-year $13.25 million deal from the Browns. The Cardinals gave DeAndre Hopkins a two-year $54.5 million deal, and he negotiated that deal himself. The Steelers gave Cameron Hayward a four-year $71.4 million deal. The Texans gave Deshaun Watson a four-year, $160 million deal. The Chargers gave my guy Keenan Allen from Greensboro a four-year, $80 million deal. The Bills gave Tredavious White a four-year, $70 million deal. And Tredavious said in an interview that he'll be using the money to retire his parents. I love that. 
you know, in this life, 95% of us work hard to be able to do that for our parents and for our circle. And so I love that he'll be able to now retire his parents and they'll be able to enjoy life. Uh, that'll be coming very soon for my mom and for my family. Um, you know, they're part of the reason why I'm grinding. And so that's great that he's able to do that. Jadavion Clowney. He did sign a one-year deal with the Tennessee Titans. The deal is for $13 million guaranteed and $2 million in incentives. So uh, if he gets... 10 sacks, he'll get another million. And then there are some other incentives for another million. Um, you know, you all know by now that I have connections to him as my cousin coached him when he was growing up. Uh, I worked one of his football camps. Really good guy. Very talented football player. And I believe that this year he's going to be a man on a mission. You know, looking to prove his worth. Looking forward to see what they seeing what able he's what he's able to do. Excuse me. Uh Jadavion Clowney again one year, $13 million deal with the Titans, up to two million in incentives. Leonard Fordette signed with the Bucks. Tom Brady got another weapon. The Washington football team released Adrian Peterson on Friday, and on Sunday he signed with the Detroit Lions. So AP is a guy that is one of the best uh, running backs of all time who I think still has a lot left. You know, I think he can get 1,000 yards if given the opportunity. So I'm looking forward to seeing what, a what he's able to do with Detroit. We have some bad news. Von Miller, Denver Broncos, future Hall of Famer, has suffered a leg injury and will miss the entire 2020-2021 season. That's devastating. You know, as a sports fan, you hate injuries. Former Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier has retired. Former Broncos, Rams, and a few other teams. Uh, corner Akeem Tlaib has retired. So those are some big news with the NFL. And now for the last segment of today's show, we're going to jump into NFL Week 1. I'm very excited about this season. Didn't even know if it would happen. But the NFL season is starting tomorrow night. And we'll kick off with the Chiefs versus the Texans. I have the Chiefs winning that game. You have the Seahawks versus the Falcons on Sunday. I have the Seahawks winning that game. You have the Jets versus the Bills. I have the Bills in that one. The Bears at the Lions. I have the Lions in that one. Packers at the Vikings. I have the Vikings in that one. The Dolphins at the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Patriots in that one, but I do. it would not shock me at all if the Dolphins win. Eagles at Washington football team. Uh, you all know I'm a Washington fan. But I'm going to go with the Eagles, but it wouldn't shock me if we won that game either because I think that the Eagles are going to have some problems uh, with guarding our defensive line. I think that Chase Young and the guys should have a big day as far as sacks and quarterback hits. Las Vegas Raiders at the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Raiders. 
You have the Colts at the Jaguars. I'm going to go with the Colts. Browns at Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. Chargers at Bengals. I'm going with the Chargers. They got some bad news last week as Derwin James is expected to miss this season. Uh, that's a devastating blow for them. Really good young player. You have the game of the week. Most people are looking forward to this game. You have the Buccaneers versus the Saints. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I'm going to go with the Saints. I think it'll be a great game, but I think that Drew Brees will be able to lead them on a game-winning drive. Cardinals at 49ers. I'm going with the 49ers. Cowboys at the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. Of course, it wouldn't shock me if the Cowboys win, but I think that the Rams will be able to maybe get some turnovers and get the win. Steelers at the Giants. I'm going with the Steelers. And Titans at the Broncos. That's Monday Night Football. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. So that wraps up week one of the NFL games. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Timeout Sports 3. Again, that's at Timeout Sports 3. And sports is all caps. Follow us there and interact with us. Uh, you know, be sure to give us your picks for this week as I'll be doing polls. And um, follow us on IG, Instagram at Timeout Sports with two underscores. Connect with us on both of those platforms as we get ready to jump right into the NFL season. Again, this is your host, C. Ruff. I appreciate everybody who shows this podcast support and we'll listen to this. Talk soon.